this is Mara, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Enthusiasts. Welcome to episode three. Hi, I'm Hav, and I'm here again. I am going to be quarantined through the end of May because we're in Washington State, and Governor Inslee just extended the stay-at-home order, and he's going to be talking about the phase plan to reopen. So I'm hoping that that's going to happen in June, but hopefully the coronavirus will stay away. So Hopefully. We've got phases now. Did you see that? Four phases? I, I did, but I am immune compromised. So stage four, phase four is when I'm supposed to reintegrate despite everything mm. being able to be open before that. So there's like three full weeks of the phasing before I get to be a human again. You know, I've heard some good things about phase two. That's when we get haircuts. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Avengers. <laughs> Oh, damn it. <laughs> Tell me the joke. <laughs> I was going to say that's when we face off against Ultron and we meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a pretty good phase. Tight. That would be way better than getting a haircut. I, honestly, I just I want a haircut so bad. And I also, <laughs> like phase two, I think the only thing that I would leave my house for are elective surgeries. I have like two surgeries I need to get and they've been canceled twice now because of this oh. and um, they're not truly elective they're not cosmetic or anything like that but it is things to help me manage my pain and it's too risky for me to get them because they're also immune suppressing treatments so oh yeah that would be very very risky indeed yeah and you're kind of going to a dirty place which is a hospital so i mean they're not like dirty in that they don't clean well but there's just some things that are present there they're just filled with sick people yeah and i don't i don't need that in my life right now have you thought about giving yourself quarantine bangs yet uh yeah totally i posted a photo <laughs> on my facebook today because i tried out a new part i normally part my hair on the right side and i tried a middle part and i can't decide whether i like it or not and when I was looking at it, I was like, I kind of want to hide my forehead. Like, it's not like a big forehead, but it's like, it just looks so like plain or like maybe wear one of those like t dangly tiara things like that chick had in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I've been there too. Like, you know, I had a receding hairline before I started my transition. So I went through a phase of like parting my hair in the middle. I would always tell my stylist, hey, I want to part it in the middle. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I told people that, they're like, um, you sure you want to do that in the middle? You want to try it, like, on to one side? I guess maybe that's, like, a faux pas or something. I don't know. I feel like the only person who can really rock a middle part is Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> does she even have a middle part anymore? I, I don't know if she does anymore, but she did in the 90s. And um, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer... Oh, the funny girl who was in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, J-Law can rock it pretty well, too, but she has bangs, so. Mm -hmm. And and Lindsay Lohan, I think, right, and Mean Girls had a middle part. I was super into that. I think that was more like a 90s, early 2000s thing. I think most women had middle parts at some point, but now, I don't know, the middle part's just kind of. It's just not super flattering for on a lot of people's face shapes, and that unfortunately is where my natural part is, and it's really annoying training my hair to do a side part. It was surprisingly easy to do the middle part, and I don't know. I might I might just do bangs when we get out of here just just to shake things up. I don't yeah. know. There's, they know because they take forever to grow out, and then they get like oily from your forehead. So I just feel like you have to have dry shampoo in your purse all the time. <laughs> I had bangs for a little bit and I kept getting annoyed by like how quickly they grow out and impair your vision. It was annoying. Yeah, no, for sure. I've given myself some self-trimmed bangs because I couldn't get in for a bang <laughs> trim, which takes like maybe 10 minutes. So annoying. How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, busy. We've cleaned our house because it's starting to get warm outside and start to have that itch to like purge. But there's nowhere to donate all of the things that I've set aside. So I just have like six trash bags in my living room full of stuff I need to donate when stuff <laughs> reopens. <laughs> our faucet broke in our kitchen. So Nick installed a new oh, faucet. No. And 
Well, honestly, we got a nice faucet that I love and it was expensive, but now that he has it installed, I honestly wish we had splurged and had him just change it out sooner because he didn't realize like <laughs> how much our old faucet bothered me. Really? What's great about your new faucet? Uh, I just like that it's taller so we can get our big pants under it. And oh. I like that the head comes out and there's like a nice weight that it, um, it'll, you don't, we did like fight or like Jimmy the faucet back in like the hose part back in because it, there wasn't a mm-hmm. weight pulling it back down to counterbalance it. Um, we didn't splurge on the cool touch on and off one just because uh, I am not a baller and I also don't plan on staying in this house. Like it's our fixer hopper <laughs> house for now, our starter house. So yeah, it's good enough. What about you? Um, I don't know much. I've been working again boring i feel like this is the third time i've talked about how boring my day job is <laughs> but it's very boring i don't do anything i mean sometimes i'll talk to someone for like 10 minutes and then it's like another hour of waiting for someone to talk to me and then i do that four or five times a week until the weekend until i do this podcast and and then yeah that's it. <laughs> I feel like my weeks are very uneventful. It's like the highlight of my week is having this podcast just because I feel like I could have a phone call with somebody I'm really excited to talk to. <laughs> and we get to, you know, converse with our listeners too. Fair. Fair enough. Have any people in your life talked to you about the podcast yet? Yeah, a couple people. Uh, they reached out and said, that the government and the Navy actually does have the VoIP phones to be able to have the computer program to answer your phone from your computer, but the Navy doesn't allow it. So I thought oh. that was pretty interesting that we had, I think it's voice IP. Um, so I've I heard about that and then um, got some feedback about my favorite character who I wanted in quarantine because of the Accio toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I got some feedback from my family about the podcast. I think they generally like it. My brother was really impressed by the production value, which is, I mean, I don't know what he's really talking about. I just kind of stick it on audacity and take out a bunch of ums and yas. That's awesome. Yeah, I got some feedback about our audio quality being good, and I was like, yeah, it's because Mara has cool merchandise and she paid good money for it. <laughs> but I'm surprised by, like, how good your audio quality is. Like, you know, I paid for mine, but yours is, like, a gaming headset, isn't it? Yeah, it's a gaming headset through uh, Nick's MacBook. Oh, my and gosh. So, yeah, it shouldn't be good, but I think it's maybe just your computer recording it. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, the first time I listened to the playback, I was like, why is Hava's mic so good? I should just have gotten that one. <laughs> it's just from me trolling kids on the internet when Nick kills them for me on my account and wear the headset. <laughs> I'm kidding, we don't do that, but I wish we did. That's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, you guys should make a Twitch channel. <laughs> we should. We should, honestly. I I want to, he has a Twitch account to be able to do that. And just, we're lazy. Yeah. I want to have the cool thing where you sit in the chair and they like gray screen, green screen your background. So you're just like a floating chair in the corner. I really like that. <laughs> you could do that. You just need a green screen. Two people and... though, we would take so much of the screen, <laughs> right? Like we'd be at least half the screen. <laughs> You'd be able to see, like, what we were doing in the game. You can scale it down. True. Plus, like, the background will be green screened out so that you'll see more of the game. I've been trying to come up with a new gamer tag this week because mine is real basic. It's funny because it's just the first three letters of my first, middle, and last name. So it's have joy knob, which is funny, objectively. <laughs> um, but I just feel like... I'm not going to have the last name Noble forever, probably. Yeah. I mostly just kept it after my divorce because having a kid with your last name 
is helpful when mm-hmm. you're calling the school. And I was talking to Nick about it and I thought of one and I don't know if it's taken or not. And it was a Star Wars one and it is a uh, millennial Falcon. I thought that would be really good. <laughs> so I'm hoping that That's I'll pretty pay good. Microsoft to do it. I probably got through like 50 names before Nick was like, just stop doing this. We'll come back to it later. <laughs> I'll make sure not to publish this podcast until after you've tried it. <sighs> it's okay if somebody steals it. It's a good name. <laughs> it is a good name. It's pretty good. Speaking of uh, Millennial Falcon, uh, it's May the 3rd when we're recording this. Tomorrow is May the 4th. It's a very special holiday for Star May Wars fans. be with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic Star Wars friends out there. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We were talking about Star Wars um, and the Jedi Order before we were recording. And I brought up how Star Wars are basically like space Catholics. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, May the 4th is tomorrow. A very big holiday for Star Wars fans. Disney Plus is releasing like all the trilogy movies, right? Uh, I I don't know. We have all of them, so I oh. don't. I haven't logged in just because I know I could watch them anytime I wanted. <laughs> but it is super convenient having them online to stream. So I was thinking about purchasing them digitally, so I don't have to mess with this. The original trilogy is was on disney plus when it first got released though yeah i i think the original trilogy the prequel trilogy and the last jedi but not like no not the last jedi the last one rise of skywalker skywalker yeah 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 yeah. i think that was out but not because the last jedi is still on netflix from what I believe. Yeah, I don't think Netflix's contract has expired. It might expire beginning of May. I haven't checked, honestly. But I know that they were talking about inside of the app when you searched a movie, um, they said something like, oh, this will be coming soon. This content isn't here yet. And I was reading somewhere that it had to do with the contracts that they had. That's such a, I don't know, bait and switch kind of tactic, you know? They don't Because there's nothing saying, like when you click on it, oh, we don't actually have this right now. You have to, like, click into it, and then it'll be like, oh, it's going to come out in 2022. Yeah, it's really annoying. I like how when you search for it in Netflix, it's like, oh, sorry, we don't have this, but here are the other things like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're much they... more upfront. Yeah. Are you going to celebrate May the 4th tomorrow? Um. Yeah, we usually just celebrate just wearing Star Wars-themed clothes, when I was younger, we used to go to the EMP if they had a special exhibit. I think it's now Mopop. Yeah. Yeah, they changed the name. We would go do a Star Wars-themed event that Seattle had going on most of the time. They had, like, a baseball game with a Star Wars theme with, like, 501st people there in Rebel Legion. But uh, not this year. We're just going to wear some Star Wars clothes and call it call it good. You know, ironically, the... 501st Legion would have some pretty good quarantine cosplay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, they do. <laughs> In celebration of May the 4th, today we're going to talk a lot about Star Wars, including a definitive ranking of the Star Wars movies from 1 to 11. But first we want to talk about how we first got into Star Wars. How were you introduced so the first experience I had with Star Wars was with my second oldest brother, Andrew. And I remember watching parts of, I think it was A New Hope, and just mm-hmm. the stormtroopers scared me. They gave me nightmares for so long, and it turned me off to any of them until my late teens. I have a really good friend, my very best friend, Whitney. And mm-hmm. we went to... I think I know her. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> and we went to junior high with one of our other really good friends, Wayne. 
and I got super close with his younger brother, Lewis, and Whitney, Lewis, Wayne, and I would go hang out because Wayne and Lewis lived together, and he was super into Star Wars, and honestly, they would got me back into it and watching it, and I got through some really hard times with those movies. What about you? Um, so I got into it when I was like a little kid still. I remember vividly like I was helping my parents pack up at an apartment or something. I think it was like a a family friend's place. And in one of the boxes was like this DV or not DVD. I'm not that young. VHS. <laughs> uh, yeah. The VHS box set of the Star Wars trilogy. I I don't think it was the special edition. So it was like the one that they smeared the Vaseline on the camera to make it look like it's floating. <laughs> Maybe. I forget. It, it was at Costco. I remember seeing it at Costco. And I saw this box set and was just like really intrigued because... Star Wars was like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. But this is like in the late, or not late, like mid-90s. So like in between like when the original trilogy ended and the prequels. So it was kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. It was really intriguing. So I started watching it and was like instantly hooked on the whole Star Wars mythology and the cool lightsabers and Darth Vader and all those ships. It was just unlike anything that I had ever watched before. And it immerses you into that world. It does. It was so well done, you know, and that was my first like real taste of any sci-fi ish type franchise And that was very different from what I was accustomed to. And so that got me really deep into the fandom. I was heavy into collecting. (laughs) I like bought a bunch of uh, Star Wars TCG uh, cards and I never learned how to play. I just like the cards. That's like me with Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's everybody with Pokemon. But yeah, I was really into collecting that and the Kenner slash Hasbro toys. I remember my first one was Luke Skywalker dressed as like an Imperial Guard. I thought that was so cool. And I got the little X-Wing to put him in. And gosh, I wish I could find those old toys. Did you have like the Legos? No, no, I never got the Legos. I wasn't really into Legos until, like, right now. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Right now we're going to go through the Star Wars movies chronologically, and we're going to express what our opinions are of them. So first we're going to talk about Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, which was released, I think, 1999, 2000-ish. This was like the, I think probably the most hype movie that I remember seeing because it had been like a decade plus since the last uh, movie came out, uh, Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, I think it's longer than that, right? I think the... I think so. Um, It was like 77, 80, and then 83 for the Return yeah, of the I mean, Jedi. Was- Probably like 15, 20 years. I yeah, don't know. Math, math is hard. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do remember George Lucas saying that the reason he never did any Star Wars movies was because of his divorce or something. He didn't want his ex-wife to get any of the royalties from any Star Wars movies he would do. Oh, that's so petty. Yeah, it is petty. Speaking of petty, though, that reminds me of Adele and her divorce settlement. Her ex-husband is a POS. He got most of her money. What? Are yeah, you serious? I know. Be mad about it. I'm serious. I was <laughs> livid when I saw the news. Wow. I'm hoping that it's fake. Yeah. He got, like, she's her net worth is, like, $180 million or something, and he got, like, 120 or 140 of it. And I was like, oh, my oh. gosh. Poor Adele. She's so talented. 
I know, and he's trash. We heard the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so okay. episode one. Um, so if we're ranking it, I'm also including the standalone movies. So that's why you said earlier eleven movies. So nobody jump at us, please, because I'm including <laughs> Rogue One and Solo. Um. So out of those 11 movies, episode one, my ranking for this is number 10. Yeah, that's the same one as as, as me. I have this second from the bottom. It's just so political. And honestly, it just didn't resonate with me. And mm-hmm. I watched these movies way too late. Are, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. My cat jumped on my computer screen. So <laughs> amazing. Um. And I was I was too old to be watching these and have them be like resonating with me in the time period, like where the CG looked cool because <laughs> the CG did not look cool when I first watched this. <laughs> I did watch it when it first came out. I remember I think my friends skipped school because there was like a bomb threat or whatever. Ooh. Yeah. That was a thing for a little bit in like the early aughts um but anyway (laughs) they skipped school to watch the phantom menace and i was so hyped um because i'd gotten into star wars like the previous years this is like in the height of my kenner hasbro toy collecting phase and oh my gosh phantom menace was such a letdown like I had no idea like who these people are and like why there's they're talking about like trade federations and all this political stuff and oh my god it was just way over my head. I just feel like they were trying to make a new Star Wars for the next generation but they had such adult things that like kids didn't care about. And I didn't care about that as a late teenager either. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think George Lucas wanted you to like grasp on to um, Jake Lloyd as um, young Anakin. But mm, I thought he was, was annoying. It, yeah. Like, so flat. I was talking to Nick about this in the car for probably like two hours today. <laughs> and he just said every time that kid opened his mouth, it took him out of the scene of the movie. And he's not wrong. He's a cute kid. He is. But he's, he's very bad at acting. So bad. They should have recast him. Yeah. At least he gave us that one line. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's not even an iconic line, though. <laughs> um, It's good for, like, memeing. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, I think the only things that I liked in that movie were like Darth Maul Mm -hmm. and him, the duel of the fates where he murders. Yeah. Um, The purple lightsaber introduction with Mace Windu and the hate leads to fear speech that Yoda made. And I didn't like the pod racing. I thought it was shit because (laughs) I hated Wado? I don't know how to say his name. The stupid yeah. fly-looking guy who looks like an ugly version of Gonzo. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in the pod racing, though I did like the N64 pod racing game. That was pretty fun, but not in the actual movie. What are your feelings on the Gungans? You know, first impression was like, oh, they're just a silly like Star Wars race, like the Ewoks. Or the Wookiees. So I, I didn't really mind them too much. Honestly, like, I kind of didn't get the hate over Jar Jar Binks. Because they'd always been annoying, like, Star Wars characters. And I think people try to place too much blame on Jar Jar Binks for this movie. But it was deeply flawed beyond Jar Jar Binks. I'm not going to lie, I think he's really annoying, and I'm one of those people who hate him. Yeah. Uh, but something I did find really interesting was the fan theory 
for Jar Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. familiar with it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish it were true. I know. I know. And honestly, that was, like, slightly redeeming reading that fan theory. You go over the fan theory for anyone who doesn't know? Um, It's basically that... Um, Jar Jar is like a trained force user and he knew about the Sith agenda and he like collaborated into it. Um, I don't really remember a whole lot more of it, but I just remember I got really deep into those fan theories. Yeah. I like those little fan theories, like how the Pixar universe is connected. Yeah. Uh, Those are so great. Did you have anything that you didn't like about episode one? Oh, yeah, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should only talk about the things I did like about Yeah, no, that's fair. Keep it positive. I I really love Darth Maul. He is, like, the by far the coolest Star Wars design for any character. I loved his face paint. I love his little (laughs) backflips. I love his dual-bladed lightsaber oh my gosh so cool i'd be so worried that i'd like chop off my hand with that though like (laughs) it's very impractical (laughs) yeah um one year i went with a guy i was dating to freak night and i spent two hours transforming him into darth maul with like latex body paint oh my gosh and like we painted like little like fingernail acrylic fingernails to look like the horns and then like spirit gummed it to his head and he wore like a cool other vest thing and i was padme in the arena scene which wasn't like a great couple's costume but it was still both star wars so (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do yeah yeah i think by far the best thing they did with phantom menace was introducing qui-gon jinn and darth maul but they both died at the end, and which is like, ugh, I get it. Like, you need to have some mistakes. But I was kind of hoping, like, Darth Maul would be, like, the big baddie that, you know, Obi-Wan would have to overcome, and yeah. he'd have to recruit Anakin to do it. But no, Obi-Wan just, you know, levels up, goes Super Saiyan, kills Darth Maul. What I think is really interesting about this is that Darth Maul kills Qui-Gon Jinn, which is Obi-Wan's master, right? It's mm-hmm. his, his teacher. And the Sith way is once you've mastered everything is to kill your teacher to become the master. And I just thought it was very, like thinking about it now, very interesting that Darth Maul kills Qui-Gon Jinn with Obi-Wan watching and it's like his way. And I, I feel like in that moment, um, it just kind of was like, oh, shoot, he's going to be the master now, right? Yeah, I think it was very well done. I just wish Darth Maul would have had more of a role. I felt so bad for Ray Park, the actor who was playing Darth Maul. <laughs> he gets, you know, he, when he m- took the role, he must have been like, oh, I get to be this generation's Darth Vader. Uh, no, you just one movie and you're gone. Well, didn't at the end of uh, Solo, didn't she call him? We'll talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. What do you think? Boo. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So this is my lowest ranked movie. Yeah. Number 11. I think I misnumbered somewhere in here. I missed number four somewhere, so that's not great. So, yeah, this is number 11 for me. (laughs) So my other ranking, I actually got it wrong. Oh, no, this is so bad. Um, This is the worst (laughs) movie for me. I can't count, apparently. Math is hard. I've already said that. Um, I liked when Mace Windu decapitated Django. I like the jetpack fight. between Django and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they got uh, revenge on the Tusken Raiders for killing the women and children. Yeah. And I think my favorite 
part of this movie was the Padme fight just because of the costuming. The costumes in the prequel movies are incredible. It's easily are. my favorite part of, like, it's the only good thing, honestly. But, yeah, like, well, good... the musical score, too, by okay, John yes. Williams. Yes, John Williams Classic. is a saint. Yes, absolutely. Um, we went, when we went to May 4th one year, we did get to see the Star Wars exhibit of the costumes, and that was when I was, like, really deep into, like, I'm going to join the 501st, and I'm going to join Rebel <laughs> Legion, so it was really cool to get a really close-up look of what the materials and fabrics are in real life. Mm-hmm. I didn't like any of the Yoda fight scenes. I think all of the ones in the series are just trash because <laughs> he's a puppet. Like, don't do that. And um, it's honestly, this is the least memorable movie for me. Like, I yeah. don't really remember a lot of what happened in it, and I don't want to rewatch it. <laughs> so, likewise, this is the bottom of my ranking. This is... By far the worst Star Wars movie that I've ever seen. Okay, so I thought that Jake Lloyd as Anakin was bad. But Hayden Christensen as like brooding teenage Anakin Skywalker is like the worst Star Wars acting that I have ever seen in my life. It's so bad. The dialogue is so bad. They would have been better off with Jake Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the acting was... Hayden Christensen was like the most... The, the most memorable part of this movie for me in a very bad way. Because I just can't get over how bad his acting was in this and i think it was his debut role and it probably killed his career yeah it was it was so bad yeah yeah (laughs) it's funny because i did like the uh, fight scene (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) yeah i thought that was that was like my favorite part of the movie to be honest like i'd never seen like yoda you know, do anything in combat beforehand because he was on like um, Empire and Jedi and he was already old by that time. So it was cool seeing him like at the height of his powers, you know, or near the height of his powers and see how cool and acrobatic he actually was. So I haven't watched it as an adult, so I'm guessing I would have different opinions now. I mean, maybe if I'd watched it as a kid, I would have mm-hmm. a different ranking. Like, maybe it would be better for me, but this is, like, hands down the worst one. Yeah, it definitely was the worst one. I also got confused about the clone troopers, because they look so much like stormtroopers. But it's yeah, it was conditioned in me that oh they're the bad guys and then they start helping the good guys i'm like whoa wow that's crazy yeah well, i guess that part worked thanks george lucas <laughs> <laughs> so i i fixed my ranking so just to clarify my number <laughs> my number nine ranking is episode one and this one episode two is 11 okay so for those keeping track at home Episode one for me is ranked number 10 and episode two is ranked number 11. At least we can agree on that. I think probably most people in the fandom would agree with that, though. I would hope so. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the fandom. In... Tweet, tweet us the worst Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Indoor Podcast on Twitter. And what are we on Instagram? I, I'm I not. I think Indoor Enthusiasts podcast, I think, or just maybe Indoor Enthusiasts. Um, yeah. Our picture on that is just our logo for this podcast. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tweet at us or Instagram. Us. Yeah, us? send us a DM. Yeah. What's your least favorite Star Wars movie? If you yeah. disagree with us, you're not allowed to talk to us again in just real t- life. <laughs> just tell us why. 
<laughs> Tell us why. Give us a good reason. <laughs> Episode three, Revenge of the Sith. I thought this movie was good when I saw it. I think I was in high school, so I related a lot to like broody and Emo Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Man, I I was beyond the like puberty age, I guess. So I just felt like like man, that kid is a dick. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a lot of flaws in this movie, to be honest. But I really didn't believe how Anakin went full dark side in this yeah. whole movie. He's like a hero of the Jedi in the beginning. Like he helps kill Count Dooku and save, you know, Senator Palpatine. And by the end of the movie, he's supposed to be Darth Vader. And I just don't buy his heel turn. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It. I have so so many mixed feelings. Um, this movie is ranked number ten for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, this is really the movie where you see how powerful Palpatine is when he kills, like, four Jedis at one time. Yeah, which is and Mace Windu. Wild, right? And I, the thing that I didn't like about that movie, I just feel like Mace Windu got a crappy death. Yeah, he um, did. He should have gotten a better death. Like, he was an amazing Jedi, and that was just cheap. Maybe Samuel just didn't want to do stunts that day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he is an excellent actor, so I don't feel like he that's is. it. I think it's just crappy writing. Yeah, and probably. <laughs> the CGI was just really heavy and clunky. Like it reminded me a lot of the Quidditch in Harry Potter, like how that aged <laughs> real bad. Um, one of the things that I like jotted down in my notes was that this is the first time that we get to see Kashyyyk, and there was like the Chewy Yoda team up. Yeah, I remember that. Do you like General Grievous? I Okay, so I like him because I saw him first in Clone Wars. The little two, three minute animated shorts that they did about the gotcha. Clone Wars. It was done by the guy who did Samurai Jack, Gendy Tartakovsky or something. And I was a big fan of his work at the time, Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab and Samurai Jack. But yeah, um, I loved those little shorts, and General Grievous was introduced in those shorts, so it was kind of cool, like seeing something in like a cartoon play out in real life. But <laughs> looking back, like, why did he have an accent? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was reading something online, and it was supposed to be played by like a pretty famous actor, but then I guess George Lucas casted. Um, somebody outside of the, the Screen whatever, Actors the Guild. Guild. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. Um, and so, I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, if they had gotten a different voice actor for him, if I would have liked him a little better, because they just, yeah, didn't. I didn't like him that much, and I realized that that is not a great hot take. But um, <laughs> I don't think it's a hot take when it's like twenty years later. <laughs> I, okay, that's fair. Cold take. <laughs> um, and I, I agree with you, like, the Vader turn just didn't sit quite right. Like, it just wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Um, and so, because I watched it so much later, like, I had watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy before I had watched, not the full trilogy, but um, I've seen Mount Doom in Peter Jackson's rendition. And so the Mustafar fight, I don't know if I said that right, um, it just looks too much like Mount Doom to me. And so I was just like, oh, this is weird. I don't like this. That was like my favorite thing about this movie is the fight on Mustafar. I thought that Anakin was going to win. So it was like super surprising that uh, Obi-Wan had the upper hand uh, on Anakin. It was like super brutal, like the way the fight ended. Like, yeah. Anakin's, like, cut in half. And, like, in the back of your mind, like, um, I thought he was supposed to be Darth Vader, but he's, got, like, going to die. He's, like, on fire or whatever. Really brutal. Um, well, it's like, okay, if that happened to, like, a real person, like, there's no coming back from that. Like, we don't have, like, sweet, <laughs> like, cyborg body parts like that. Yeah. I think you're missing a lot of 
critical body parts at that point like yeah he would have bled out i mean i guess he would cauterize the wound as he got like chopped off right but like still yeah yeah what a rough way to go out that was very terrible that was very cool and rough at the same time is this the one where um anakin kills all the younglings yeah (laughs) i i hated that it honestly made me so sad because it was just like why why did he need to do that i mean i get it like it's character development but like it's i don't know not really like in one in like the scene previous he's like conflicted whether i should help emperor palpatine or help mace windu and then the very next time you see him like oh time to murder some kids (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't like it yeah it's just uh, a leap too far and like palpatine didn't even really like promise him that many things he just like made a very vague promise that oh hey you know you probably we could probably save padme right Mm. yeah so you should kill your friends (laughs) i don't know i just think about though like as an adult watching it like how an old man can manipulate a young teenage kid because they just don't have the wisdom yeah and i just think about that a lot like how he was taken advantage of and how like watching it as a younger teen old teen I guess a younger person (laughs) and then watching it as like a full adult and just kind of seeing that unfold it's like whoa this is so scary yeah it's like Harvey Weinstein yeah creepy (laughs) but I I liked Revenge of the Sith um more than any of the prequel movies I have it ranked number nine in my definitive Star Wars rankings so it's like Still bottom tier, but at least it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would rewatch those. Like, if somebody was like, yeah, let's watch a Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I would, like, sit through this. I'd probably, like, scroll or do something else while this one was on. Or maybe take a nap or something. <laughs> yeah. It would be hard to sit through the prequels. I-, I could probably watch a couple scenes. If somebody is like gonna do a star wars marathon and they're like yeah and like which one are you gonna start with and they say this i don't want to do it no that's like the (laughs) way to ruin a star wars marathon right like (laughs) let's just have you sit here for like six hours and like kind of wish you were doing something else the whole time (laughs) yeah you know i get that people don't like the new movies or some of them but recently there has been a lot of people who have been saying, oh, George Lucas, he had a great vision for Star Wars, and Disney just took that away from him. No, hell no. This is a prime example of why that's not yeah. true. I feel like Disney has taken it and made the best of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we got, we got a solid middle-of-the-row series <laughs> out of that. Right. This is like unfettered george lucas the prequels are george lucas at his most pure form this is like final form george lucas and it's very very bad (laughs) boss boss george lucas (laughs) he doesn't have like anyone helping him like his ex-wife like saving the first star wars movie in the editing bay he doesn't have any like other directors like whispering to him how how this doesn't make sense. He doesn't have like Alec Guinness saving the movie with his like world class acting. No. Can you imagine this if this was the final boss though? <laughs> so bad. I don't like it. Yeah. But there's uh, uh, there's people who swear these movies were good and they're oh. not. I have friends that like these movies are their favorite and I think it's just solely based on all of the hype of like why are you still friends with them because they're cool people (laughs) they got bad taste sometimes though (laughs) I I don't get it these movies are very very bad like open your eyes sheeple (laughs) (laughs) the costumes are good though they expanded the Rebel Legion and the 501st like costume library 
exponentially. So I like can't dunk on anybody for that because some of the Padme costuming groups I'm in are incredible to see the embroidery. Like they take so long, months and months and months to make. The costumes in Star Wars were never better than in the prequels. Agree. Fully agree. So the timeline for me is really, really, really wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I can't piece it together. And the same with like U.S. and world history because I'm just bad at that. My brain is like, yeah, I know this <laughs> happened, but I can't like put it in a chronological order. Yeah. Do you um, remember when Abraham Lincoln like punched Adolf Hitler in the face to end World War II? Yeah, no, I don't remember <laughs> that. Oh, okay. See, that's the type of history they don't tell you in in school. Dang. Does Rogue One come between three and four? No. It is one of the Oh, no. It's between. Movies. Yeah, it's later. Okay. So it's Solo that's next. Okay, okay. I just um, watched Solo like maybe an hour or two before this podcast. Is so... it the first time that you've watched it? Yeah. I, what? Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Uh, I play fantasy football, and this is going to be related because I listen to a fantasy football podcast by Matthew Barry, who's like an ESPN analyst. He has a celebrity league with Chris Miller and Phil Lord. They were the original directors for this movie, Solo, and they were talking about it on the podcast. I was really excited for them. This is going to be like, you know, a big thing. And then, like, in the middle of production, they got taken off the movie and got replaced by Ron Howard, who's, like, a good director. But it's never, like, a good sign when, you know, you're changing directors as you're shooting the movie. Yeah. Because they have different visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're shooting the movie already. Like, they have a script and everything. They casted everybody. It doesn't make sense, you know? Like, they got to salvage it, really. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be a disaster movie. And I just never bothered. Especially because it came out, like, um, a few months after The Last Jedi. And people really weren't high on Star Wars at that time. Uh, Is there, like, music playing? It was an alarm. It was telling me I needed to return Bad Boys 2. <laughs> <laughs> or 3, I mean. Sorry. Where does Bad Boys 3 rank in your Star Wars? Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I, would, I would argue that it's the best Bad Boys movie that's been made. <laughs> and that Will Smith has aged so well. Black don't crack. No, don't. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I just never bothered watching Solo because I thought it was like a, a bomb. Yeah. You know? But I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Plus, I had Amelia Clark, which is always a good thing. Ooh, I don't like that. You don't like Amelia Clark? She's not a good actress. She's pretty. She's funny. I like her interviews, but ultimately. I think she's not, she doesn't have a wide range. No, she doesn't. And I think that she didn't do a super great job in this movie. Did you like the movie? I did. This one is actually ranked, if I can read my scribble.handwriting, six for me. Oh, me too. Number six. That's so funny. (laughs) Um, So it's like middle, middle of the pack. Um, Yeah. I have a secret, not so secret obsession now of donald glover yeah who doesn't he's, he's just like amazing actor he's so talented rapper, comedian have you seen his stand-up comedy on yeah. netflix yeah he's hilarious so funny i laughed so hard i watched that so many times yeah i just thought the plot line was really interesting and i really liked the mechanics of like him cheating at cards Mm-hmm. And, like, how the reveal was done and how he got the Falcon and stuff. I really liked the casting. At the time, we were really deep into Westworld and the chick Maeve that's in oh, there. Yeah. I, I, I really <laughs> liked seeing her in that. I was really excited because I was like, oh, I know who she is. 
<laughs> and Woody Harrelson, I actually really liked him in The Hunger Games. I have very mixed feelings about Woody Harrelson because of his role, I think, in Kingpin. I hated mm-hmm. that movie. That is a trash movie. And wow, don't at me. Don't wow, at me. Don't wow. at me. I hate it. <laughs> this is your most controversial opinion yet. I know. Um, and I just feel like it just like was slow paced. Kingpin or Solo? <laughs> I mean, yeah, both of them, honestly. <laughs> I really like Solo. It was kind of a major bummer how like the original crew was all wiped out <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. I wanted to get to know them a little bit more, especially like the the pilot. He seemed kinda funny and cool. Not anymore. No, he dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like he did get shot in the shoulder. How did he die from that? Right? Is that where that species keeps its critical organs? I don't think that that's like a killing blow. Mm-mm. I thought it was just like graze, but no, he died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's mostly just my thoughts on it. Like, just solid middle of the row. Like, could rewatch it. It's like... I would like have it playing in the background like holiday time like just reruns or like movie marathons would be playing in the background while I did something yeah. else and I wouldn't mind it. Did you have trouble thinking the person playing Han Solo is Han Solo? Mm, yeah. It felt yeah, like a different same. person. Yeah. yeah. The casting wasn't great. It felt like, oh, this is Han Solo Jr. or this is, this is Han Solo's like, best friend. Disfigured Han Solo. <laughs> he got like major reconstructive surgery. Like in my head canon, it was yeah. like, oh, he got in a bad accident and they had to like rebuild his face. Right. I, I, he just doesn't look the same. He doesn't and... seem built either. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have like the same, I don't know, movements and mannerisms. Like I he feel doesn't. like some people do like good character study. And like if he had done a better job of like watching Harrison Ford young Harrison Ford yeah Yeah, if he had just copied that and just practiced his body movements he maybe could have pulled it off but he doesn't even have any of like the same facial quirks or the body movements and it just felt I don't know felt like a different person yeah I mean it is a different person and it didn't fool me like there are Mm -hmm. movies like did you see the new Jumanji movie I haven't, no. Rock, I think it has Aquafina in it, and she plays Danny DeVito, like, transformed Danny DeVito, <laughs> and she does such a good job. Like, I believed every second that she was Danny DeVito. <laughs> they should have just casted Donald Glover as Han Solo. It would have been more believable. I Honestly, yeah. Like, he would have been way better. Yeah, he's great. I'm ready for that. He should have been the new Spider-Man, too. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, although I, I, I like the way they did a younger Spider-Man because Donald Glover is like 30-something. Yeah, I just, I'm just i just ready for Black Spider-Man already. And I feel like getting animated like Black Spider-Man, it's like half black Puerto Rican, right? In the I think so, yeah. Animated one. Yeah, and I loved that movie. Don't get me wrong. Like that was something we watched probably a hundred times. And I just want a live action black superhero that's like main movie about that guy like besides black panther like i want like og comic that i love <laughs> yeah i would love to see ultimate spider-man in the marvel cinematic universe but spider versus was very good or like old spider-man with idris elba <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully he's doing okay from the rona yeah Ooh. oof <laughs> Yeah, Solo was fine, middle of the road, fun, entertaining movie, Um, and it had Darth Maul in it. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so I was hoping that that would have more impact in the movie later, and so I guess I, like, just don't understand the timeline, because if he died, like, how is she talking to him? They brought him back in um, the Clone Wars animated series, I believe. Oh, so they had to, like, do that somehow to tie it in. Yeah, he had like a spider body. I've never watched the animated series. Uh, this is the CG animated series, not the yeah, yeah, yeah. Clone Wars animated hand-drawn one. Um, but yeah, they brought him back. I guess that's where they're going to wrap up the story. Because, I mean, he's not in any of the other movies afterwards. What do you think about the next one, Rogue One? I really enjoyed it, and I did not think that I was going to enjoy it. Mm, okay. Because this came out after 
seven and I was I have feelings. <laughs> but um this one is ranked number four for me. Oh wow, very high. Very high. Yeah. I liked the casting. Um yeah. I really enjoyed that the I'm one with the force guy was blind. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really neat to see a disability on the front lines of this. I think like very cool part. I really appreciated that. And everyone, everybody dying is such a perfect ending to that. I have very mixed feelings about this movie because I felt like the first three fourths of the movie are kind of just filler, in my opinion, because you don't really get invested in a lot of characters. And some of the things just don't lead anywhere. Yeah, I agree. Like the dude in the mech suit. I can't remember his name. Played by Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. And he's, I don't know, Nick was saying earlier that he is an amazing actor and he's just so let down by that role. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He was just there to be like grizzled old veteran guy. But what was the point, though? You know what I mean? Like, they could have very reasonably not had that, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I think this movie went through a lot of reshoots and re-editing as well. Because there's, like, footage of Forrest Whitaker as the same character, but without the the hair on. Oh. So I think he was supposed to be younger. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. It just didn't make sense. I really liked um, K2SO. I thought it was like really nice to have like a sarcastic, <laughs> sad robot. Yeah. Droid. Um, and I, what I really appreciated the most about this movie was that there wasn't an overly romantic interaction between her and like the love interest mm-hmm. or what would be perceived to be the love interest. And I really liked that they like mostly kept it to like the mission. And it wasn't until that they were going to die and that they were going to accept that they were going to die that they were like, hey, let's hug. <laughs> It was a nice change of pace from what you see in typical American movies. It's good. I liked it. I forgot to mention this, but uh, I also like L3 and Solo. I think droids have been like the highlight of most of these films so far. I agree. I agree. What I didn't like about this after I watched the movie was that there weren't any Bothans in there. And... Nick told me to look it up today when I brought it up because I was mad again about it. And he just <laughs> said that it's technically correct because it's referencing Death Star 2, not Death Star 1. And that my little brain was like, I don't understand the timeline. <laughs> what do you think about them retconning that exhaust port that Luke shot in episode 4? Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, I feel like this movie and Solo exist to, like, retcon the memes that people have been making yeah. about the exhaust port and the parsec being a measurement of distance and not time. But, yeah, they're yeah. pretty They're pretty good. Entertaining. I agree. I had Rogue One um, ranked number seven, so more middle of the pack. I really just didn't like the first three-fourths of the movie, but... The last quarter was very, very good. Yeah, I mean, I think my ranking, honestly, just just my emotions, like how the movies made me feel and like how strong of a memory I have of those movies. So yeah. I I saw this one pretty early in my relationship with Nick, and it was just like Star Wars memories collected with him. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What do you think about the CGI characters in this movie? The CGI human characters, like Uh, Peter Cushing and Carrie Fisher. I honestly was creeped out by CGI Carrie Fisher. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't. I don't. I don't like it. It. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of uh, off-putting. Like they could have just. I'm sure there's old footage of. Carrie Fisher in that outfit that they could have used for that movie. They didn't have to CGI her up, you know? It just felt uncomfortable because it wasn't quite right. And I think, yeah, Tarkin being resurrected was off-putting. It was like super uncanny valley. Like his mouth just didn't move right. 
they would have been better off just casting well actually they did cast a lookalike like if you see the person who played Tarkin beneath the CGI mask he looks a lot like Tarkin and I think they should have just gone with his regular face it would have been much less creepy dis- yeah yeah kind of how they did with Mon Mothma yeah they just did someone who looked a lot like her in the prequels and now she looks like Mon Mothma in Rogue One hey this is editor Mara so we kind of ran long on this Star Wars episode since we ended up talking about 11 movies so we're actually going to break this up into two parts the first one is being released on May the 4th. We're going to release the remaining episodes tomorrow for Revenge of the Fifth, in which we talk about the original trilogy and the new trilogy and some closing thoughts on Star Wars in general. So yeah, I hope you join us tomorrow for our part two of the Definitive Star Wars Ranking. We'll see you next time. Bye.